Hello, okay, I put my phone on airplane mode um, so you can avoid interruptions. I have recorded like two episodes on the voice memo app on my iPhone and I just don't like it. Like I don't like um, having to, like it's literally not even that bad. Like if I were just healthier, more productive, more physically active, it literally, because I just think about like me pre-depression, like pre-anxiety, pre-PTSD. I mean, I've, and all those things are always building. So there is really no real pre to any of these things. But I just think about like how when I was in uh, college, I was like so hyperactive, right? Like I was very, very hyperactive. Like I was always doing something. And after like my mental health just took a nosedive plus the pandemic following two years after i'm still like getting used to doing shit like i'm still getting used to um you know um moving my body uh not feeling like there's something wrong if i'm doing a lot of things because the whole mental health nosedive that happened right before the pandemic I felt like a lot of that, like I couldn't catch my breath. Like I felt very much like I couldn't catch my breath. Like I couldn't catch a break. Like there was always so many dominoes falling down at that time. And so now I associate like hyperactivity with dominoes falling down. So it's very hard for me to, for example, like after I record this episode, one of the reasons why I'm recording this episode is so that I can feel better, feel stronger, and I can like get up, you know, and like do something. Um, I can, you know... You know what I mean? Just, like, move my body and, like, you know, go to, like, a coffee shop or something. Um, I don't even know if I want to do that. Like, I, I I, like, I don't know. Maybe I should go for a walk. I've been feeling better, obviously, enough where even me, like, talking about these things, having this idea. This time last year, unless I was, like, going to go outside to smoke weed, I was not going to leave my apartment, right? Like, I wasn't going to leave at all because I was very... um you know, unhappy and preoccupied mentally with everything that was going wrong. But I wanted to record this, though, because obviously I missed recording an episode. I was going back and forth because I don't like using the voice memo app and then like uploading it to Anchor. But I also like and one of the reasons why I'm like, no, I need to like go out today. Like I need to go because I'm hanging out with a friend today. But before I do that, like I want to get some fucking work done. (laughs) I need to get work done. So that's what I'm gonna do um anyway but yeah but I wanted to record this first to just talk and to just be back on this podcast because I love this podcast I miss it I'm constantly the last two episodes I posted well not posted but recorded on the voice memo app one was like a normal episode and I was like I was watching a uh like the deep on YouTube deep dive that channel's video on Casey Johnson. I had a whole like 3 hour plus episode, you know, like the usual. And I was just talking about like nepotism and not even just I honestly like not even nepotism. I was like talking about the difference between Kim Kardashian, uh Paris Hilton, right? Like I was just talking about like 
this like money, like this like old money versus new money. I was talking about um, how I think that Paris Hilton is going to, you know, be the one that saves her family. Like, I just cannot stress that to you enough. Like, I wholeheartedly believe that. And I just, I talked about all of that. I also talked about obviously Casey Johnson, rest in peace. And just about how this world is so sad. And like, one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about the things I talk about on this podcast is that the fact that people don't even take a moment to really sit and really analyze like what it is that they find like what do you deem successful a lot of people deem success based off of other people's definitions of success right like i was even thinking about like the dictionaries thinking about words like i was thinking about all of these things not during the episode but like now right (laughs) in general like since that episode during that episode post that episode right um so sorry if I'm like kind of all over the place, but um, I was thinking about um, just like how with Casey Johnson, um, okay, maybe I did also talk about it, guys, please, you know, I'm not good with, just just follow me, just follow the ideas, just follow the ideas. <laughs> no, but yeah, so like Casey um, Johnson was a sweet woman, a great woman, but also at the same time, like she had said, she was imprisoned. And I entirely agree with that. And like how I'm tying this back to the whole point of this podcast is that as human beings, like literally as species, as human fucking beings, there are certain things that are non-negotiable for our health, our thrive, right? Our survival, I don't know, our survival, I don't know. But like there's so many there are so many things that are not up for debate. There's so many things that are not subjective. Like there are so many things. And a lot of those things are like social connections, right? Like healthy social connections. Um I feel like a lot of times people think about like, you know, food and water and shelter and it's like that is the bare fucking minimum because we are social creatures. That's not enough like that's not enough they like you can't like human beings cannot survive with just stuff if that were true we would not be social creatures if that were true we would not have evolved up until this point for us to like really need each other clearly that was a better point and maybe we're in an evolution process of like becoming incredibly individual and like not needing each other but that is going to take a long time to get there for that to for that evolutionary process to be done because i can tell you something right now if i don't have someone to talk to i'm gonna fucking kill myself you know what i'm saying like like that whole idea of being the last person on the world it's like i'm sure whoever the last person on this planet is will kill themselves like i i can guarantee you that because it's like without other human beings it's very hard for us to verify our reality and i also talked about that too in that episode i'll probably post it today i may have to unpublish my last episode in this episode because i would want them to go in the order in which they were recorded because the way i'm 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 referencing that episode right now like i don't want to put that first and then it's like like put this first and then like have that and you know what i mean like i don't know anyway So I'm not going to talk too much about that episode because I'll just post it. But I do want to talk about the insecurities that I have about that episode because there are so many things that I talk about that are just like so... And like, it's not even that it's embarrassing, it's that it's revealing. And I clearly, like, despite the the things I say in those episodes and like just in general, but 
I clearly have enough insecurity where I'm just like, I'm doubting myself. So it's like, like when I say I'm doubting myself, I mean like I'm doubting my worth, I'm doubting my value, I'm doubting um, like being special in any way. Like I'm just doubting myself, bro. <laughs> and the thing about um, that self-doubt, right, is that it just makes me... Um, I don't know, it just like makes me um, question everything that I say and make me feel like I have to hide, right? Like the things that I say or the things that I feel because otherwise I'll be ostracized. I won't be loved, right? And a lot of the things I've been realizing this a lot, like I've been reflecting on this a lot, a lot of the times um, when you feel a certain way, it's kind of a reflection of how you behave, you know? And I am very well aware, even if I was not always very vocal about it, um, very well aware recently, especially during the pandemic, like since the pandemic, about how everything that I say is so revealing of myself and nobody else. Like, yes, it can be revealing of other people if I like literally mention an interaction that I had with somebody else and then you see their interaction. Right. Okay. Right. But ultimately, though, the most revealing aspect of any conversation is going to be the person you're having the conversation with and including yourself. But in this case, you know, but it's like when I do a podcast, for example, I'm conversing with myself like I do in my head. Imagine conversing with an audience, but that more so has to do with like how I'm going to say it versus what it is that I'm actually going to say, because like, again, the thing that I care about with this podcast and one of the other, cause I said there's two episodes unpublished. One was about, we're inspired by that Casey Johnson video. And then the other thing I was talking about, um, other episode I had was pretty much the whole, whole entire purpose of this podcast. And it's because I met this woman who I would love to have on this podcast one day, who I would love to have listened to this podcast, who I would love to like discuss the things that, um, that I've talked about and explored. I want to hear her um, ideas. The thing is, I don't want to like fight. And I think that's really what I'm realizing is that like, I don't want to fight. Like, I don't want to fight um, in arguments. The thing is like, I'm very passionate. Like y'all, if you've heard any previous episode, like I yell, like I can get very loud. I can't, but like, to me, that's not fighting. And I'm learning and understanding that obviously for a lot of other people that is fighting, which is why the whole white people and emotions like series exists is because my whole life, there's always, I feel like been this cultural barrier because I know with Africans, like we can speak really loud and my parents specifically speak very, very loud. And throughout my childhood, there would always be, um, you know, communication barriers because I would think that they're mad at me. I would think that they hated me. I would think all of these awful things. And it was simply because of how they were expressing themselves. And in America, if someone's expressing, well, not in all of America, but primarily in my opinion, like white America, it's like when, uh, I would call it white America, like white culture in America. It's like, you have to like, you know, um, I don't know, like I talked about this before, but it's like there's a certain way you express yourself. There are certain things you don't show, right? And I feel like for Europeans and their descendants, it's simply because of the fact that like they don't like I and okay, for me, this ties back to like why I'll talk about like them trying to overcome nature, why I'll talk about all these other things. Cause for me, it's not simple. 
Not like when it comes to human beings, when it comes to evolution, when it comes to our world, when it comes to all of these connections, it's not simple. A lot of these conversations, they're long and they're going to last for years. So I mentioned that because it's like I'm trying to quickly summarize pretty much a good portion of the episodes I've published so far. And I can't do that. That's why these episodes exist, right? And why it's an ongoing conversation. But anyway, moving back to my point, it's that like when I talk about like white culture, when I talk about European culture, well, their descendants culture, right? When I talk about all those things, when I explore those things, it's me trying to make sense of a culture that I am not a part of. It's me trying to make sense of a culture that really dictates more of my life than it ever should, especially since I do not understand it. And it is not a culture like it's forced upon everybody, but it's not a culture that's actually taught to anyone besides like white people. Right. Because it's their culture. And like, that's okay, But it's like, but you're going to force it on everybody else and not even have anybody else understand it because a lot of people and i've talked about this before a lot of people have come like oh i understand white people and i highly doubt you do because i feel like one of the first things if you truly understand white people is understanding how territorial they are about their culture themselves like they will sit there and steal from like other cultures and they know what they're doing again why in previous episodes i'll yell like stop lying to me like they know what they're doing they're not idiots. Like, like they'll literally sit there. They see that you have something that they want. And even like, unless they're gaslighting themselves, which is something that human beings can do, which is something that is also really pushed in their culture to ensure that members of their culture stay within the parameters of said culture. Right. But it's like unless they're like gaslighting themselves, which happens a lot now because you have a lot more conversations about other people's experiences in this white culture. Right. So what I'm trying to say is that like you'll have a lot of like white people, even if they're not like even if they're trying to convince themselves that like they're not trying to steal from you, they know what the fuck they're doing right like i've been there i've knowingly like been like you know what i want to be this person especially when i was younger like especially when i was younger i'd be like well i want to be this person's friend i don't want this person to be around i you know like i girl i was a kid too you know what i'm saying and college i still had those behaviors but they were not intentional right so i understand both sides as much as i can cuz we're all different but it's just like i you know I have been that person that wanted what was not theirs and crossed boundaries to get it. But I've also been that person that lied to herself and didn't take the time to look at her behavior and be like, well, what are you doing? Right? Like, what Like, what are you doing? And I, I learned that the hard way, the painful way. And quite frankly, that is honestly the worst way to learn things, which is why I am also big about compassion is because like one for myself, but also for other people, I'm like, after they've done the work, I think that it's okay for them to be met with compassion after they've done the work you know and then if you're going to meet them with compassion during i think that's a very individualistic base like individual basis on whether you decide that because like during as somebody who's still in the during process even though it's like the you know the later like later stage of the during it's like you know what i mean it's like (laughs) sorry (laughs) it's like um Sorry, I was thinking about something 
like kind of unrelated but anyway no but what the fuck was i talking about i forgot what i was saying at least took me 15 minutes to you know what i'm saying anyway like but um fuck i forgot what i was saying like i was talking about like european culture white culture communication barrier i need to go back to that communication barrier though but um yeah i don't remember what i was talking about and i honestly don't feel like going back and listening i'm so sorry guys <laughs> i always feel so incomplete when i don't complete a point but girl i feel like there's so many points i don't complete i just be forgetting about and i'm like if you can survive that you can survive this like <laughs> but anyway um oh yeah i remember now okay so like so yeah i've just been on both sides like i've been that person that um you know i've just i've been that person that had to gaslight herself and act like she was the innocent one to act like that she wasn't doing something wrong because i was quite literally doing something wrong right and it reached a point where everything had fallen apart so much that i was just like clearly like i'm fucking up like clearly i'm making a mistake like clearly i'm doing something wrong you know what i mean because um otherwise like why would i still be in this position why why am i so familiar with this cycle with these feelings with these experiences right anyway um so point is is that like how i tie this back to like white culture whatever blah blah is that like they know what they're doing like it's just like they just know what they're doing and the fact that you could even entertain for two seconds that they do not is how i'm like no you don't know anything about white people you know what i'm saying <laughs> like like you really don't because they're they they don't want you to know everything and as people who are professional and like generationally skilled thieves like you know what i'm saying like like they for sure know not to share shit with you because they understand the power and they understand not even that they understand how to navigate their society it's their society. Like, they understand how to navigate it. So that's why they know what to steal and what not to steal. They know when to steal it and when not to steal it. Right? Anyway, but I mentioned all these things. And that's a communication barrier. But it's like, again, where it's like this lack, I feel, lack of awareness of just how much culture in America is white culture and again it goes back to like i remember being you know my whole life hearing like oh white people don't have any culture america doesn't have any culture and it's bullshit i'm like culture is not and the thing is too i used to hate that i mean i actually started hating it when i was in college because it reached a point where i was like bitch you're just ungrateful i'm sorry like you just don't like your culture just say that like just say that like just say you don't like your culture because like what they'll do is they'll sit there and they'll be like oh there's like culture but they'll talk about like for example as an african they'll talk about african culture that i don't even participate in like that because it's like animists like it's like they'll talk about like animist culture but the culture of like modern day africa i hear a lot especially like in this case i'm thinking about like black americans but it's not just them but i'll think about like these black americans who are just sitting there being like oh my god african culture and i'm like you sound so white like because like like they're they want like the like the like theatrical culture like even for example 
like I, I perfect because I'm like I'm trying to like say my point. I'm not finishing my sentences, but it's like, what is it that movie that Viola Davis movie that just came out? Um, I forgot what it's called, but it was like it's about like that African tribe, you know, that woman led, you know, that one. And I have no interest in watching it, I'll just be honest with you. And, like, I'm not going to fall for that whole, like, black. Like, no. Like, I'm not watching that movie. Um, And that doesn't mean I'm never going to watch it. I have no beef with Viola Davis or that film or anything like that. I mean, I do have some beef with that film. I have to (laughs) – actually, I do have beef with some of that film. I'm going to talk about it in a second. But it's not, like, that serious. Like, it's just, like, not that serious. Um, But it's, like, my – my discomfort with the film right and this is going to go back to what i'm saying about like people who look at african culture whatever it's like they're making movies about like old africa because black americans do not like new africa they were raised to not like new africa they were they're also like very barred from learning anything true about like new africa they are they're very interested in the theatrics that they've seen in media their whole life and they just want it to be real and it's like what happens all the time is when they actually like see modern day africa it bursts their bubble you know what i mean especially like if you are an academic then you can truly get the most out of like new africa i will say but if but if you're non-academic or I say academic because I feel like those parameters right now in Africa are easy to easier to navigate internationally. Whereas all the other things, though, it becomes very cultural because there's a white there's there's a white. But there's an academic culture that's forced upon upon the world. And I also will align that back to white culture, colonialization, all that stuff, whatever. But again, everything's all connected. So I can end up talking about so many different topics at once. But I'm like, girl, try to like focus so that it actually makes sense to those who are listening anyway um but yeah so that film which i don't remember i can't really remember what it's called like i did know what it was called i don't know why i can't remember right now but like that film for example like i just i am not interested in it it's literally fake like it's a movie and it makes me sad because it's like this is taking the place of actual education and this has always been a thing, right? Like when I was a child, I learned so much from watching television, but a lot of what I learned was also very incorrect. And as an adult, I have to like unlearn this, right? And it's embarrassing, it's messy, it's weird, right? <laughs> but my point is, and just tying this back to like the um Africa, it's like a lot of black Americans, like they're not gonna do the work that they need to do to learn about Africa because they don't even know what that work is, right? Like when you think about predominant American culture, white American culture, how can you learn about that? Especially after I just said everything I just said where I'm like, I don't even believe that like they'll allow you to learn about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know because I I don't know, but I just feel like they wouldn't. Like, you know what I mean? And that doesn't mean there aren't exceptions, but those exceptions to me, I'm like, no, but they'll prove the rule. Like, I'm sure white people were very open about whiteness, white culture, what goes home, what goes on at home. Like, like those white people always stand out because their behavior is so different from all the other whites, right? Anyway, but I mentioned that where it's like, even, for example, with black people, if you, you're not even like 
allowed to properly learn how to like exist within this country in this world like you're not taught that it is literally segregated right it's like you have people that's why you have a lot of like black people when they go to like pwis for example it's hard for them because they're just like um i like don't know how to like you know associate with these people talk to these people all of these things you know um so yeah you know just just yeah but um but yeah anyway sorry i was thinking about something unrelated but but yeah sorry um yeah anyway sorry um thinking about some i'm so sorry just thinking thinking about something (laughs) i feel like it's completely unrelated but i'm like it had to have come from somewhere and i don't remember what i was last talking about so i couldn't even tell you how relevant it it is or it was or whatever but oh yeah but like the whole territorial thing with like you know um like white people whatever blah blah anyway but bringing this bringing this back it's like that's why you have a lot of black people they go to pwis and like they don't even know what to do because they don't even know how to interact with like white people right and like white culture is the dominant culture like what does that tell you so when i bring this back to like my childhood and like the communication barriers and blah blah blah, blah. it's like i went through that as well but in some like in in a nuanced way which is a nuanced way that's not unique it's the nuances of my of of like of it how it manifests in my life like that is unique however right the nuances itself is unique is what i'm trying to say but however the fact that there are so many nuances are not unique and a lot of people they just lack that awareness that self-awareness of really looking at their lives and making sense of it understanding it right because they're being gaslit anyway um, again i'm sorry my mind's going all over let me like try to like go back to being streamlined but it's like i didn't understand my parents when they spoke to me and like now as a person i'm very well aware that people don't understand me when i when i speak and even also like making sense of like people like you talk like a white person like all of these things like all of these layered things um and really understanding it from like these new newer perspectives right so yeah anyway um yeah sorry my mind is going anyway but anyway so i bring all this up um i don't remember why i brought this up so we just i'm sorry i'm just gonna keep going too much is happening in my head at this moment um but yeah so like that's just something that i like feel strongly about whatever and i allude to many different times um but i haven't seen that that i think it's like woman king i think that's what it's called actually um and yeah i like i just i'm not gonna watch it unless i want to watch like an entertainment movie like that and i also don't like it because it's like i think about like white people and how i'm like but if they continue to like appease us quote unquote appease us in this way like they will continue on keeping everybody separated segregated and ignorant the fact like it's like because a lot of i've met people who are like oh like 
they're like upset with me for like not giving a shit about the movie like it's not that i don't give a shit about the movie it's just that like it's not on the top of my priority right now and the thing is is like what i don't like is that like and i don't know i'm still figuring out my ideas about this and it's like like i said i'm very passionate and i'll say things and i'll talk whatever blah blah and I have like insecurities just about like being misunderstood because again, I'll just finish this before I talk about the woman king some more. But it's like, um, I don't want to fight. Like I may like be emphatic when I speak, but I'm not trying to fight anybody. And it's really hard to navigate that because it's like I have I've realized that it's really just about like edu- like <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it's because i was gonna say wisdom and education and it is those things but it's like what those two things have in common which is it's just learning understanding that people communicate differently with you and there's no right way to communicate there's only a communication that works best for you and communication that works best for other for somebody else you know and like if somebody's communicating with you in a way that you do not like you have every right to just be like, I don't like this. But what happens is that people get scared. Like that girl that I've referenced, that girl from, not from, but that girl that go, that went to Columbia that I've talked about before, specifically in uh, the 2.5 um, episode during like the white people and emotions. Like, I feel like I, I always say I feel like because she hasn't told me how she feels, which is like the issue that I have. But again, I don't think that she's done anything wrong. We no longer speak to each other. And I don't think she's done anything wrong. I think if anything, I was definitely um, too much. So I just want to say that because I feel really bad even when I reflect on the things I've said in previous episodes because I'm like, they're probably just projection and I'm probably just being super unhealthy. Like, and I'm not above that. You know what I mean? And I, it's like, I mean, I can't help when I'm being unhealthy, if, especially if like I'm learning that something's unhealthy in the in real time. And again, this doesn't excuse my actions or, you know, have to like make anybody act in a certain way. But what's not, but like what I refuse to allow now is to feel bad for being unhealthy, for being imperfect, for making mistakes. Because again, I say this all the time where it's like, no, like people don't understand that the only way to actually do better is to be better. And you can't get better without starting from where you're at. And a lot of the times people are so afraid of revealing themselves, right? Like revealing what really goes on inside because they're already judging themselves, let me like tie this back to like the whole white people thing and then like why i brought up that whole like that girl whatever but it's like i've noticed that a lot of people and the reason why i mentioned her and like her going to columbia is because she was educated in a very white institute an old white institute right so it's like understanding that that influence her influences her and like her communication and just also her age and also the stuff but it's like, um, but anyway, but that's why I mentioned that as an example. I'm not going to go into that too much. You know, I want to respect boundaries, not talk about it anymore. We're not friends. So, but anyway, so um, with, um, you know, um, Anyway, sorry. I do think she's going to fuck my friend, though. 
I just have like a strong feeling that like she's gonna fuck my friend and I'm like totally okay with that you know what I mean <laughs> wait I want to message him a lot <laughs> like actually I don't know I'm gonna message him okay I was way off I was way i was way off okay they're they're probably not gonna have sex like ever but yeah yeah i was way off anyway we're not gonna talk we're just gonna leave that girl alone we're just gonna act like she don't exist like oh my god that poor thing anyway like but yeah so um I don't remember what I was like uh, talking about primarily, but we're getting closer to me just wanting to get the fuck out of the apartment, which is super great. Um, like I said, I'm still getting accustomed to like not associating like um, activity or hyperactivity with um dominoes falling down so i'm still like at this moment because i just like communicated with a friend i've been talking for you know about like over like a, almost like 40 minutes now da, da, da. so i'm just like yeah you know but i'm also too still too scared to like get up and get dressed and like <laughs> and like go about my day because i'm like oh my god what if everything falls apart like i i used to have moments like mornings like that where i would like wake up and i would just like wake up like in like like anxiety because what would happen is i remember i'd be dreaming and as soon as i started to wake up as soon as i felt any semblance of like reality i would just all of a sudden like as like bro you guys understand it's like i think about all the money that i owed i think about like everything i was going through like it was so much it was a lot anyway anyway um <clears throat> yeah anyway um as i was saying though um yeah anyway i just like the cultural barrier the language just to finish that up because i you know i can go on for forever and this is probably going to be like a relatively short episode and ideally let me actually charge my computer right now i can find like a little cute place to sit and get some work done um, I don't know. It's kind of hard because you always have to like buy shit all the time. Wrong charger. Anyway, um, you have to like buy stuff, and it's like, bitch, what happened to the dollar coffees, bro? What happened to the dollar coffees? Anyway, <laughs> they're like in like carts or whatever. But I'm like, bitch, I want to sit down. Like they're like, no, you have to pay to sit down and drink coffee. That's why it's five dollars. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, but um yeah um yeah so um yeah anyway (laughs) um so but yeah like just just trying to finish to wrap up or whatever um yeah i don't know back to the whole like language thing it's like i am very emphatic like i'm very emphatic and a lot of people who primarily communicate with white people or people who operate um in white culture like a lot of biracial people do too because like a lot of people i've meet who'll be like oh i know a lot about white people tend to be like biracial i mean that's not true yes it is yes (laughs) yes it is throughout my life when it comes to the the statistics of it all like they're usually biracial and um 
it's fascinating because yes it's like i think about like the whole house slave and um field slave but like a slave is still a slave and i understand that like you know because i think about like how there's some because i'll see these videos on youtube like slave that became a millionaire or house slave that you know um gained inheritance like it'll be like all those things and it's like wow at least they get that like and it's like no fam no (laughs) like no like your father who raped your mother and it like it resulted in your birth and them giving like that's honestly like the bare minimum like that's that's there's nothing positive about that if anything i feel like that's like neutral because it's like girl this is this is the very least you could have done the very like i can't even it don't get leaser than that. And the fact that it, it typically is lesser. I said leaser. I meant to say leaser, but it's just funny because that's another word. Anyway, but it's just like literally, um, and like the lesser they give, which is what they typically give, is just is insanity. Like that's the point. It's insanity. Anyway, that was a whole tangent. I've digressed. But yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's just hard because it's like with the whole communication styles, it's like, again, and the thing is, I'm not special. Like a lot of the people, like a lot of people I look up to, like Julesy, um, specifically, like she had a video, um, a lot of Julesy's videos specifically, I think really always touch up on everything I'm really talking about where it's like she when she presents herself when she gives videos because Julesy and Kim Foster are like my queens right and so like Julesy it's very um I don't know like it's just like she is eight like and I I don't because they're both academic so like I'm not comparing them when I say this but I will be highlighting the differences between Julesy and Kim um to like just further highlight my point about like communication da, da, da. but yeah but I just want you to know because I know typically people get pinned against each other and I'm like that's not happening here and if that is coming up in your head I really need to understand that that is a result of society and not because of what I'm actually saying which again goes into communication and bring back to Julesy Julesy had just had a video and I watched it yesterday and it was about the performance of sex positivity and when she was talking, you know, she talks about how, like, she really, like, people don't question, like, they don't really sit and question, like, what do you find sexually attractive? What do you find, like, sexually gratifying? And not what people have told you is sexually gratifying, like a big ass, right? But it's like, no, like, the example that she gave that I thought was perfect was like, you know, like, even like patting your hair, how like, that's like, um, masturbatory. <laughs> when she said that shit, I was dying. I was like, I'm, I've never thought about that, but yes, yes, you know? <laughs> and she's like, no, but seriously, like, people don't typically think about all those little nuances when it comes to themselves. And I'm like, yeah, like, you know what I mean? I completely agree with that. And I feel like that is really like that lack of self-awareness is so beneficial for this like really prejudiced and problematic system, because as long as you're not aware of your humanity, it is hard for you to be aware of anyone else's, you know, it's very hard for you to be aware of what is good for you, what isn't good for you. Being disconnected from humanity disconnects you from life. I live and die by that. So it's like when you are disconnected from that, it's like you are just a robot. You are just a body. You are just 
a pawn in a system that sees you as nothing more than a means to an end. And you start to go about your life and interacting with the people around you, your environment, your peers in the same way. But how would you even be aware of that without being aware of like what it is you would do in an alternative universe? But again, I feel like I've completely digressed. I'm so sorry. Let's like try to get back to it in a way that, you know, makes sense. <laughs> anyway, but because um, I lost my train of thought. So now I'm like, OK, why am I bringing this all this up? Because if you're listening to this, you're probably like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because I, I remember I was talking about something completely different. Now I'm like, why did I talk? I'm talking about alternative. View. What? What? Like, I'm like, what? where do we go? What happened? Anyway, but um, but I did say my point, though, about like really understanding yourself because that's what I really want to talk about. But I'm like, I don't know where else to go from here. <laughs> I think it's like my point. But it's like with. um, With, um, you know. Okay, yeah, I, okay, so sorry, I'm trying to remember, like, how we came onto all of that. So, okay, so I don't know if I'm gonna talk about Kim Foster, actually, but if I do, I already sp- explained why, because there's a huge communication difference between, not a huge one, but there's a communication difference between them, which is what makes them both so important, is because they, and this ties in back to, like, what I was talking about earlier, when I was, like, talking about, like, without other people, like, there's no real way to, like, verify your reality, there's no real way to verify information, but it's, like, Julesy and Kim Foster are two people I look up to. Their communication styles are different. Like Julesy is very um and it's funny because obviously this is what they show. Cause I'm sure Julesy, like she's an Aries. I'm sure she like has but the thing is that she's an older Aries. As Aries get older, they do become calmer. But the thing is though, is that like it's still Aries though. They, you know, they they firecrackers, right? And like she's talked about that in previous episodes about, you know being an Aries and like relating to that but um but when she communicates like when she's you know presenting herself online or in public or any of her ideas it's very um it's thought out it's intentional it's controlled and not like in an unnatural way but in a she wants to say what she means and she means what she says right and that is something you can see in how she speaks and it's like that is something where i feel like white culture i feel like they think that that's how they speak i think that a lot of like white culture and all this other stuff i think that like that's how they think they speak because when julesy speaks i still feel her like she she doesn't have to raise her voice for me to understand and know that she's passionate right because it's even in just how she's communicating the intention like the i don't know if intentionality is a word but the intentionality right like the how she's literally just being thoughtful and i really respect that and then you have Kim Foster, who I also, I fucking love Kim Foster. Like, yo. It's, so when Kim speaks, I relate to that a lot more. But it's funny because it's like, 
So Julesy is like, okay, let's slip some astrology real quick. Julesy's an Aries and Kim is a Pisces. So Kim's a water sign and Julesy's a fire sign. And the thing about fire signs is like, they're the spirit, especially when they're in the sun. You know, she's exalted um, in the sun, that Aries sun. So it's like, I feel like with fire signs, they're like, okay, I know how I want to present myself. I know how I want to talk. And they spend their lives getting there, right? And I, all of us are like that, but it's just different with fire signs because fire signs, how it presents is like it's it's like a a product that's why like the sun likes to be in leo and loves to be in aries because it's truly just releasing like life energy like it's just literally just releasing like this fire energy like like i said when julesy speaks she doesn't have to raise her voice i know she's fucking serious and I know because of her facial expressions. I know because of the pauses that she'll take and like when she stares into like, you know, to like really think about like, okay, like how am I going to like put these two together now? I mentioned that because it's like Julesy's also an academic, right? And the thing is, is I'm sure she has to present herself in these spaces, like in that way, because otherwise it will be very easy for, you know, detractors oppositions racist to use any sort of emotion that she has against her and that's not to say that's why she does it i think that's just how she talks like i think that she just understands like concise communication and in academics like you have to like in academia concise communication is very important but what i'm trying to highlight though when i keep referencing back to like white culture specifically and how julesy speaks and like why i think they think that they do what julesy does but they do not is because like and that's not to say like no white person does it you know what i mean but what i say is like for the most part white people just hide their emotions and think that like they're doing what julesy's doing and i'm like no julesy isn't hiding her emotions i know exactly how she feels like i can see how she feels She's just not going to communicate what she feels. She's going to communicate what she wants you to fucking know. You know? And that's why I bring up Kim Foster and, like, why I relate to that, relate to that as, like, a cancer water sign. And, like, also, you know, her being a Pisces water sign. Where with Kim, it's so much f- it's fun to watch kim because she will show you her like she will like it's it's just her expression is emotional and if you're into astrology you understand like sun like the sun is really like you know life force self-expression i like to i prefer self-expression for the sun but it's like it's how you literally express your life force how you express who you are and it's like when you're a water sun you do it through your emotions and with kim that's when you have like those hella funny moments where she's just like she's like oh my god like you see how like you see how she feels about the things that she's talking about because she's so emotionally expressive about it like it's not a matter of like oh because obviously kim as well like she'll take moments where she'll pause gather herself but it's just funny because even like what i'm trying to talk about is like if you ever watch julesy and kim like it, I feel like it takes like two, like it doesn't take too long for Julesy to be like, all right, let me, and then she'll keep it pushing, right? But then with Kim, it's so funny because she'll just like, she really will just like go off and then she'll be like, okay. <laughs> and my favorite thing is I do it too. Like Kim will just start laughing. Like she'll just be like, because <laughs> she could probably feel her emotions. <laughs> She's like, let me. 
<laughs> let me calm down. And I have those moments as well. Um, and Kim also, I mean, she doesn't, she's not like in grad school or anything, but she went to Harvard. So like, you know, again, old, old white culture, old school, like, you know, white people type things like culture that they teach and perpetuate there. So, um, yeah, but I just mentioned these things because these are obviously two black women and they're very educated and they're very like whether you whether you're racist or not. Right? Like, I, like I mentioned, like they're educated in a system that like, you know, is verified and deemed as credible by like, you know, white people, right? White culture. And they're also just educated because they have done the work you know what i mean like they have done the work they have and when i say done the work i don't mean academically i mean like as human beings like as people you know to like really understand and find their place their humanity to be able to recognize themselves right like they've done that as human beings in living their life in finding themselves and so just yeah yeah anyway but i'm i um bringing that up though because it's like i think about how they communicate and i think about how with kim sometimes i i get nervous when she's talking and like she doesn't care which i'm like thank god (laughs) i'll be out like i'm sure i'm not the only person who gets nervous about it but it's like i'll get nervous sometimes when kim speaks though not because she's saying anything wrong or because of anything like that but because i don't want people to use these things against her you know, and it's like Shadi's, you know, has gone through a lot. You know what I'm saying? She's like, look, I know. You know what I mean? She's like, I know. She's like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's like, I know my job. I've been doing this for a long time. Like, I know. Um, and she obviously knows it better than I, I do. So, like, I trust her with that. But I just do get nervous. And it's like that sort of thing that I get nervous about. I don't really get nervous about that with, like, Julesy, for example. Because with Julesy, I get nervous with Julesy for other things. I'm talking about that. Well, not other things, but another thing. But I'll talk about that after I finish this. But it's, like, with Julesy, because she's very, like, intentional in her speech, very limiting, um, like, limiting, like, really how much she shares on such a public platform on YouTube. Because I know she has, like, her own thing going on um, behind paywalls. But it's just, like, with um, Julesy, um, I don't worry about those things. In fact, when I watch Julesy, I sometimes, you know, I'll, like, reflect on myself. And I'll feel some type of way because, and not, like, a serious way, not, like, a bad way, but I'll just feel some type of way because I'll be like, damn, like, I wish I could communicate like that. But when I do communicate like that, I feel like I'm not telling, I'm not fully expressing myself. Like, I feel like I'm limiting what it is I truly feel because, and this goes back to the white people and emotions, like that series where it's like, my bottom line, because I know I've been talking for forever, you probably don't even understand what I'm trying to say, but it's like my bottom line with that series and my bottom line with this, this, and all the things I've talked about since then is that like my communication being different should not take away the value of what i'm communicating 
And we understand this in various different ways, whether it comes to like prejudice, when it comes to like accents, when it comes to not knowing certain things, when it comes to, you know, like all those things, it makes sense, right? But like, um, the thing is, sorry, I lost my train of thought. I'm like still thinking about something unrelated anyway. (laughs) Um... But yeah, what was I talking about? Um, Jesus, what the fuck was I talking about? Um, anyway, guys, okay, I'm about to. Yeah, I need to get going. Um, but <clears throat> trying to remember what I was talking about. It's like I briefly touched on, um, you know, Julesy and Kim. Okay, yeah, so yeah but it's like you know with other examples whether it be like you know uh accents people not being educated and you can tell that they're not educated like formally educated um due to the mistakes that they make when they speak like it's like typically there's a way there's like a social dynamic like there are social dynamics right but like there's a way that people interact and make decisions and make judgments and all of these other things based off of these you know little details that we notice about each other and ourselves and blah blah blah, in society but people i also feel like not enough people at least don't think about this goes back to like i mean she's talking about like sex uh the prefer- like a uh, sex sex right like sex positivity but when julesy was talking about like people like not even truly understanding like what do you like what sexually pleases you like what what do you enjoy what do you like like people genuinely a lot of people don't know stuff like that you know and in, in, when you do as somebody who's always been super excited like super into like understanding themselves especially when i was like a teenager and stuff like i was super obsessed with like learning things about myself and understand, un- understanding things about myself and people thought it was weird like when i went through puberty i like was obsessed with puberty <laughs> i would read books about it i would like want to talk about it and a lot of my peers thought it was fucking weird they were like why do you want to talk about this i still don't understand this but a lot of people saw puberty as like a bad thing, which I don't understand. Like, I, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm actually missing something there because there were so many people who were just like uncomfortable by the topic. They're like, it's gross. It's weird. And I'm like, and mind you, like, these are the same people who are like actively participating in sexual things. So I'm like so confused. I'm like, why are you uncomfortable? I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't get it. One day I want to understand because I'm like, because people are like, that's weird. I remember also like, I remember I was obsessed with finding, like I learned about like twins. And I remember when I learned the difference between like fraternal and, and like identical, I wanted to like tell everybody. I was like, oh my God, like this is the difference. And like going through the process. And I was like, that's gross. Like, why do you want to talk about that? And I was just like, how is this gross? Like, I remember, <laughs> I remember being like, how is this like gross? Like, this is, this is beautiful. This is life. Like, me with puberty this is like like when my children go through puberty i'm like this is a beautiful process like you're literally transforming like i don't like what like i don't know i don't know i'm like maybe there's trauma there there has to be trauma there you know what i mean like, i don't know but anyway anyway um so yeah just yeah right um yeah anyway <laughs> anyway um yeah so yeah yeah anyway um
anyway sorry i think about something unrelated anyway but yeah back to like julesy so communication da, 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 all of these things so it's like i feel like i don't know and it's it's complicated because i'm still making sense of it myself where i think about like for example with julesy the way that she communicates the way that she speaks and like you know says like you know you know, you should be talking. But my worry with, uh, like, one thing I worry about when it comes to Julesy is I never want her to feel constrained. Because, like, I, and I, again, I don't even know. Because when I was talking about Kim and, like, my worries with Kim, Kim was like, bitch, I don't care. You know what I'm saying? She's like, like and they're, they're older than me. They're more experienced than me, specifically in these fields. So I'm when I mention, like, worry, I mostly mean, again, coming from, like, my perspective. Not because of, like, actually thinking that these women are, like, you know, in danger. Like, I don't know. <laughs> But it's like, no, but like with um, Julesy, sometimes I, you know, worry that she may feel too constrained because I've talked about this before in previous episodes where it's like being a black person in this country is so difficult. And the fact that like it's socially unacceptable for us to like react to it is a fucking problem. Like that is a problem. And one of the reactions to that, because we're human fucking beings, is an emotional reaction right like when kim is like talking about all of these different things she's having an emotional reaction because it makes sense like you know what i mean like this is an emotional thing these are people deciding effectively deciding how your life is going to be impacted by the things that not only you cannot control but is like arbitrary you know like melanin levels are arbitrary like it's truly arbitrary that's why it's the best thing to use when classifying people because it just is what it is. It doesn't mean anything. So you can make it mean anything. Being black can mean anything because at the end of the day, it's just higher melanin levels. That's all that it is, right? So anyway, but I mention all this because it's like, and again, the reason why they're both important is because we need both. And why I think, I don't know, I don't remember why exactly I had brought up the Julesy thing. I think it was just to, like, talk about, like, people not really understanding themselves and communications. But another thing I could, like, tie it back to, I was talking about super, like, not super earlier, but earlier during around that time, before I mentioned Julesy and stuff, is that, like, oh, I actually did already talk about this. But it's, like, you also, um, wait, I forgot. Sorry. I, sorry, guys. I lost my train of thought. But, um there's value in people communicating differently there's value in emotional communication and i believe the only reason why in america emotional communication is not taken seriously is again because of white people and their disconnect to their emotions the disconnect that they have to intentionally implement within their culture and their society to continue on maintaining this system that benefits them and literally nobody else and even though this system you know quote unquote benefits them again i will always question well what is that benefit which leads me to the the beginning of all like this entire conversation where it's like people not really thinking to themselves okay but like what is success having money is success that is not true <laughs> and a lot of people are gonna sit there like yes it is in america in other countries, like in the world, but it's like, okay, but again, when I say it's not true, 
It doesn't mean that there isn't validity in it. When I say it's not true, I mean, but if the circumstance, like if this, if we, bro, if the circumstances were different, this would not be as true as it is in this situation. And so for me, therefore, the truth of it is not, it's not that true. It's not. You have so many people who are not wealthy, who do not want to be wealthy. This goes back into, I don't know if this is the unpublished episode, LOL, but I don't remember if it was, yeah, I don't remember. But I talked about how like Kim Foster had mentioned in one of her episodes or videos where she was saying like, um, you know, talking about like pretty privilege. And she's like, you know, like people want to be pretty. Like, like imagine like, would you like want to, and like, here's the thing. I did, I disagreed with that. I did not like that because I was like, as someone who did not grow up being like the standard of beauty, as someone who had extremely traumatizing experiences in middle school and early high school about her appearance, about her worth based off of her appearance. Like I am very proud. I was, I am, I always will be. I was proud about not giving a shit i was proud that i found the strength to love myself despite other people thinking i'm ugly despite other people trying to tell me i'm ugly i found pride i found strength i found value in myself when i couldn't find it from anybody else and so when people say things like oh everybody wants to be pretty like i don't like that because i'm like but but what is pretty? Again, pretty privilege, it literally aligns with like, you know, fucking, what do you call it? Like, um, with like white standards of beauty. And I'll be honest with you, not everybody thinks white people are that beautiful. Like, I don't think, you know, like, I don't look at white people like, oh, you're ugly, but I'm not gonna lie. Like, it's like, sometimes I look at white people and like, I get scared. Like, you know what I mean? Like, And I know that's like fucked up because there are other races of people who look at black people, like certain features on black people and they get scared. Like, and again, I'm not saying that's right. Not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying it It just is what it is. And it's important, I think, for an an individual to acknowledge that. And I also think it's important for an individual to have an environment that can understand that. And that's where things get complicated because then it's, you know, you have an environment that understands that, but then it's like all of them come together and like, okay, yeah, fuck black people or like fuck white people or like white people are ugly. Like that's when it becomes like bullying where it's like, oh, like white people are so ugly. They smell bad. And it's like, all right, you know what I mean? Like, and it's like the same shit that like white people do to black people. And it's just like all this other stuff. And of course, the Asians and the Hispanics, you know, they're a part of it as well. I'm so sorry. I, I always feel like I, I can never like, I don't talk about them enough. And I do feel bad. I talk about like white, black a lot, but it's because that is what I usually see those two binaries, right? Like, but it's just like, um, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if those two binaries are actually the right way to use the word binary, but you get what I'm trying to say, right? Like, and even with that, like my insecurities, I've talked about it before where it's like, I am a college dropout. I do not, I'm not around people who know grammar all the time i'm not around academics all the time and therefore i forget things especially after going through what i went through the past couple years but like that for example it's like as like 
myself included right like i i talked about one of the uh one of the two episodes i haven't published yet i was talking about when i was talking about the purpose of this podcast i kept saying like i feel like people don't really understand the value in what they have to say and that's true but it's also true for me i feel like i don't think there's much value in what i have to say and it's because of the fact that like i am no longer within the um white you know um system i don't know i don't know because you're we're always we're all subjected to the white system but it's like i don't know how to word it but like i'm just like not there anymore like i'm not at that point anymore and it doesn't matter like if you're not you know if you're not thinking about these type of things you probably don't even notice these type of things you know like for example regular regular white people probably don't ever think about these type of things because again in their culture they just assume they know more than they actually do but all that stuff right and so it's just like um so yeah anyway anyway point is like that's just a little insecurity i'm going through at the moment but anyway um but i'm just saying where it's like it makes sense but anyway back to what i was saying but with, with the pretty privilege i didn't like that okay <laughs> i really didn't like that because um i think that it is okay if you want to be pretty i think it's okay if you want the attention that comes with being pretty i've been there you know what i'm saying like i feel like we've all been there honestly like you could be blonde hair blue eyed and you you'd still feel that way like we've all been there because again this system doesn't actually benefit anyone it just gives certain it just deems what a benefit is and then only gives it to certain people and like that is what i'm always trying to highlight but it always takes me like five hours to highlight but it's like and it can be highlighted in so many different aspects of our lives our culture and, and our being our interactions and everything and so it's like anyway but like the pretty privilege is a perfect example of that where it's like it's only people like and, I, and this is this is literally what made me start questioning the validity of like pretty privilege i do agree with de- desirability politics i agree with that more than anything else like i agree with de- desirability politics um as opposed to like pretty privilege because that's not real i'm sorry pretty privilege is not real i understand that there are privileges that happen when you're pretty like after i decided to love myself and not care about other people thinking i'm beautiful i just started to like focus on my own fashion focus on my own self and people never called me ugly like nobody actually called me ugly after a certain point in my life i didn't go through certain things in my life those insecurities were still there and i knew because of you know being black and being in the town that i was in i knew that as soon as i pissed somebody off the first thing they're gonna do is weaponize my skin color against me my hair against me they're going to weaponize things that i cannot control or help or honestly matters like they're going to use things that they can like you know actually manipulate and control to fit their narrative they're not going to talk about like you know my personality i mean they could and you know they would but it's just like what i'm trying to explain is like really like how a lot of these things are like done and it's important to know how these things are done so that one you're not blinded to how it affects you because it affecting you affects everybody else you know aquarius anyway (laughs) anyway 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 um anyway but I feel like I've digressed again, but just to like finish up with the pretty privilege thing, it's like, no, like it's okay if you want to be pretty, you know, it's okay if you want this perceived life because it's true. You do get more attention when you are, you know, conventionally girly or conventionally like pretty, but like this is not a safe world. And for 
and to you have to really and i always talk about this that's why i talk about character but i'm like it says a lot about a person's character you know when like they want you based off of something like you just being pretty and not like oh you you are pretty but like no like what you have right the way you sport what you have whether it be your weave whether it be your dress whether it be your makeup like yes these things are what these are tools you're using to express yourself but these are not these things are not you and if somebody doesn't like value or appreciate you without these things what is a what privilege is there in being loved and wanted by them because it's not real it's a projection it's a doll. You're a different doll, a different version of what they've been raised to idolize and conditioned to idolize. It has nothing to do with you. So for me, like pretty privilege, like it's not a privilege because I'm like, but you lose your humanity so quickly when subjected to quote unquote pretty privilege. And I can talk about that one day. Maybe I will have a whole episode just talking about pretty privilege because I have so much to say about it. Um, But yeah, you know, just like, yeah. And um, also one thing I do want to add to, it's got a little bit of like a going back to what we were talking about before. So it's off of the pretty privilege thing. But another example of what I mean between like how Julesy communicates and how like Kim Foster communicates. So it's like, I have a friend and she is like very emotional when she speaks, right? Like very, very emotional in a way that I understand because when I was younger, I used to be like that too. But as I get older, I don't want to communicate like that because yes, I'm emphatic, but it's like if you're naturally an expressive person, an emphatic person, any extra emotion that you may have will just like, it'll just tip the scale too much. You know, like it'll just go from, you know, like, oh, um, you know, it'll go from like, oh, um, I'm, um, you know, like I'm being passionate about this to like, bitch, I'm fucking angry. And like, I get that, like, bro, if you listen to, if you listen to these episodes, you know, I go there, you know, I get there and I, I don't ever want to take that away from me because I'm allowed to express my emotion. And even if people think that shit's crazy, bitch, that's your right. Leave me alone. Like, you know what I mean? Like, leave me alone then. Like, let me, let me be crazy on my own then. Right. I have so much more to say about that too, but we're going to wait. I think I'm going to have an episode where I talk about pretty privilege and the lessons I've learned after having this podcast, because literally next month is going to make this shit two years old. But all the lessons I've learned from like reflecting on these episodes and like, and also like the reflection that happened during these episodes um, and how like I see things differently and like all of these other things, right? But anyway, um, yeah so yeah anyway um, anyway um yeah just yeah um but um but yeah i'm sorry anyway i don't remember i'm sorry all over the place gonna end it now though because i gotta go but um with the Julesy kid what was I talking about talking about them oh okay yeah the emphatic being emotional whatever blah blah there is a difference I just want to mention this 
right because something not to me like not being entirely true doesn't mean that there isn't some valid like validity in it and i feel like a lot of the times people confuse validity with truth like i'm just being dead ass like the same way i say that like especially if you're part of like my generation i get it it's like we're like our feelings are valid but that does not mean our actions are justified like that is something that's so important for people to remember like yes your feelings are valid yes you're allowed to be sad yes you're allowed to do all these things but that doesn't justify your actions because ultimately what you do will affect somebody else not just you and what you're feeling primarily affects you and then eventually affects other people depending on what you do with those feelings but ultimately like validity does not equate like justification validity does not equate um truth or correct you know feelings are not facts like that's something my therapist really has to teach me and i struggle to really believe that i understand that but it's true you know like feelings are not facts there's factual like the fact that you're feeling is factual there's 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 validity there's factuality there's factuality in it but the entire what makes up emotions is factuality plus a bunch of other things right trauma life experience wisdom like all of these things anyway um anyway so yeah you know just yeah um but yeah sorry i'm just like a little like sorry i'm just like thinking about something that's making me like anxious and i'm just like okay just you know i mean like just relax like i don't know anyway um um yeah anyway (laughs) anyway um um yeah sorry 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 i'm thinking about that thing maybe i will i think i actually will talk about it um but it'll have to be a different episode remember like i don't know i mean me remember as if (laughs) i do get plays but like i actually don't know my audience like i i've i've spoken to one person before who listens to this podcast and like he was someone i didn't know and like shout out to him i always remember him um unfortunately though you know this is during like my ptsd era so i was like too scared to actually keep talking to him but I will never forget him. I will always appreciate him. Um, anyway, but yeah, like, um, I think I will talk about that. But if you remember, I was like rebrand like months ago and I've just been struggling to do that. So now I'm like, okay, because what the part of the rebrand was to like plan out my episodes beforehand just so that like I could avoid like losing my train of thought so much. Because here's the thing I realized and during the rebrand, I was also figuring out how to rebrand. But I was thinking about how like what helps me a lot with like staying on topic is if like I've really d- developed the idea enough because then I will just be obsessively talking about this idea because I've reached a certain point of its development. So I'm like, if I start to like write about it first, I can do that. I just don't ever want it to be scripted. That doesn't make me feel comfortable, especially as a writer. It's like, bitch, I write. Like, I don't want my podcast to be scripted. I've tried that. I don't want that because I already feel like I'm restricted in my writing in having to make it, you know, legible, like literally <laughs> for people to literally be able to read it. But when it comes to this podcast, I want it to be a place where I can really it's like 
up it's paired to that where it's like my writing's like that serious shit like the, the, my jewelsy shit right and then this is like my kim foster shit where i'm like oh my god why is the world this fucking dumb and it's like okay maybe i wouldn't say it like that in every situation but right now i'm a little i'm in my i'm in my bag i'm frustrated i'm annoyed you know what i mean anyway one but anyway back to what i was saying though one thing i want to mention about these two black women though is that regardless even if i get nervous with kim sometimes it's like or for kim's for kim's for kim sometimes it's like when i um i see these two black women expressing themselves expressing truths that a lot of people like you know wish they could express wish they had the intelligence had all these things to express but despite how many people may wish for that or want that most people do not have the courage to become this and i don't even mean social media like talking about the i mean in real life like people oftentimes they just do what they're fucking told that is what they do and whether they realize it or not because again that goes back to like systematic and societal conditioning for survival's sake especially when you're a kid you don't know this world the way the adults in this world do you're in like not enslaved jesus there's another word that i haven't been able to remember for the past like two weeks and it's like a synonym to enslaved but it's not enslaved it's like it's like similar to also being at mercy anyway but fuck there's a word for it. if you know you know like if you know it i feel a psychic connection right now there's somebody who's like i know the word i'm like i know but i don't i don't right now anyway um but yeah so i i respect these women because what they do isn't easy i think that they're pioneers like i'm being dead ass like i think that they're pioneers they're not the first black women obviously to speak in this way but just because of you know life time circumstances them being millennials it's like the way they've chosen to do it online and i also one thing i really want to say about julesy because i respect julesy so much i love julesy so much like julesy is like she's like a comfortable warm soul that i just want to like lay in and just 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 want to lay in there bro like just, just lay in there that's all i want to do that's all i want to do that's it that's it but no like i um i just had to take a moment to to appreciate julesy i don't really know why the reason i say i don't know why is because it's like i feel like very moved right now i'm like no i really have to take a moment to like talk about my love for julesy um and yeah i don't I don't know where it's coming from, but who who gives a fuck? Anyway, but I just, I maybe it has to do with that video and like watching that video. And it's just like, Julesy truly has always, like she says things that I, I see, I feel, like I understand. And like, it means so much to me that she exists. Like, it means so much to me that Julesy exists because it's hard. It's hard. It's hard hard it's hard to be someone who sees things in the world and she's the first person because i would say pretty privilege wasn't real and because people don't think for themselves they're just like oh she's dumb what would she know so when julesy came out with her video i sent it to a friend because i was like bitch like this is what i've been trying to explain and because it's julesy right she has like these like you know followers she has like you know her graduate program all these other things but it's like 
you know, people will listen to her before they'll listen to me. And honestly, that's okay. Like, I was mad about that at the time because I'm like, bitch, you're supposed to be my friend. Fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, anyway, but, but anyway, but that's different. That's like, that's obviously emotional. That's different. Anyway, but, um, but yeah, like, Julesy just matters. Like, Julesy's so important. Like, Julesy just matters. And, like, she has been a light for me at a very dark time when I was just like, bro, like, like, for real. Like, I I see the world in, in all these ways. And I try to express it. I try to show it. I try to share it. And... people just don't listen they don't listen and they don't care you know and um that's why I value the fact that one like Julesy communicates differently from me because I don't want to change myself like I love communicating the way that I do I love being authentic to myself and I have to you know grow up and understand that like not everybody's gonna like me and that is okay you know um but yeah just yeah um yeah so yeah um yeah sorry i'm sorry thinking about something unrelated but and basically what I'm thinking about just, you know, is like how like, you know, my communication style is, you know, it's not for everyone. That makes me sad. But anyway, um, I love Julesy so much because I'm just glad that I'm not alone. And that's why I love her. It's because I feel less alone with Julesy in the world and with Julesy's channel. And, you know, I... um I've been watching her for years, so I just, I've seen, and, like, that's what I wanted to mention it for a second, because I want to talk about, like, astrology and, like, Aries and just take a moment to, like, spotlight Aries, because they really, the exalted sun, they cannot help but be who they are. They just can't. Like, and Aries is just who the fucking Aries is. Like, honestly, what you see is what you get. Like, I know they say that about Taurus, and it's true with Taurus, but it's true with Aries in the way that, like, when you see a child, like, there's probably obviously shit going on. Like, kids go through things and they don't always talk about everything. But for the most part, if you know more than a child and, like, and, like, you understand being a child, then, like, you can understand a child, right? <laughs> like, you can understand what they're saying, understand why they're saying it stuff. With Aries, it's like, they are humans. Like, they're such people they make mistakes everybody sees it <laughs> they grow everybody witnesses it like they're like i said the sun like the sun life force slash self-expression loves to be in aries because it's just unabashed power agency and autonomy and that is not an easy thing to have that's an easy thing to envy but it's not an easy thing to have because Julesy, and she's not, you know, this happens a lot, you know, but Julesy was attacked, like, what, two or so years ago? It was a couple years ago. 
Julesy was like attacked. I think if I remember correctly, it was like the whole like hypergamy thing. Um which she was never wrong about that. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we're not that was in the past. But I remember that and I just remember being so upset. And honestly, like I never, you know, tapped into any of those accounts ever again like a lot of people who criticized her i just i really just they were done like in my mind they were done they were dead because julesy wasn't wrong and them feeling some type of way about the truth that she was saying and their reaction says everything more about them and who they are and how they see the world and where they're at than it says anything about julesy but again, I'm not gonna talk too much about that because I don't even remember it. Like I literally was just like, remove these people from like my YouTube, remove them from like my mind, and I and I haven't really thought about them ever since. But the thing is, is that um, I remember that time so well because Julesy is someone who, like, in true Aries fashion, she's always been about her shit before it was cool before it was popular, before it was applauded, Julesy was who she is. Like, she is who she is. Like, she's powerful. She's strong, right? She's unabashed about what she believes in. She's unabashed about making the world a better place, something that a lot of people could learn from and should learn from. And with Julesy, like... That really broke my heart when she went through all that stuff because, like, she didn't deserve it. She didn't deserve it. Like, Julesy, like, people really, and this is, like, a few years ago. So, like, people really, and to this day, I don't believe people understand it right like that's why i say her and kim are like pioneers is because i don't think people i still don't think people get what's happening like i don't think people understand the power that these two women are showing that they're like um exhibiting in building this platform in speaking these things especially to a wider public this is typically information that could only be found in education even to this day I know, like, these, these, these channels, YouTube, streaming, Spotify, like, a lot of these things, they're not free. And as time goes on, they're only going to become things you have to pay for. So even with that, it's like, once it gets popular, and I know that, like, they're not the only ones. There are a bunch of other people who do it, but it's different. I'm sorry. Like, what they do is different. I also think it's because they've been in this for, like, 10 years, like, over 10 years. They're just different. You have, like, my generation, younger millennials, older Gen Zers doing it now. But they're, but these are young perspectives. These are young people figuring their shit out. These are people walking in their footsteps, Whereas Julesy and Kim, like, they're ahead of that. Like, they literally help pave the path for this commentary life that we see all over YouTube now. It was because of them. At least from my perspective and my eyes. And so when Julesy got into that little thing, 
And it, like people turned on her. People were like mean to her. Like all these things were happening. I was so, I was like, do you not understand what this woman stands for? And like how her making those stances every single day, how they have bettered our ability to not only humanize ourselves, but humanize our experiences, our environment. There's so much. Like, Julesy, over, like, 10 years, I think it, it was 10 years ago, at least 10 years ago, Julesy had made a video about the uh, natural hair movement. And she was right then. She never stopped being right. She's still right now. And she had gotten so much hate in back in, like, 2012 when she, like, did that because people people didn't want to hear, like, you know what I'm saying? And that's why I'm saying, like, stop lying to me. Like, a lot of people don't want white supremacy to go away. Like, a lot of people, they don't want loose curls to stop being popular. They don't want straight hair to stop being popular. They just want to be popular. A lot of people, they just want to be popular. And that's why I mentioned and bring up, like, um, why I brought up the pretty privilege thing, where I was just like... There are a lot of people who are honestly deeper than that, where like they don't care about other people thinking they're pretty and gaining these like positives from it. And like, yes, one thing I do want to say, because what Kim said that was valid as hell is that it's like, yeah, but like it does make your life harder. It's like, yeah, but the reason why I also think about that, too, is because it's like, OK, so would you rather so if you had the choice today to stop being black and to be white, would you choose that? I know I would not choose that. I could not choose that. Everything that I love about myself, everything that I love about what I am, everything I love about my life, really the, like, one of the pinnacles of the, like, not pinnacles, but, like, one of the, maybe pinnacles? I don't know. But, like, one of the vital points of that foundation is my blackness, right is my ancestry right is my culture like my fucking childhood bro like, i mean like my family my friends like yes skin color is just melanin levels but they've created a whole narrative because it's so easy to build a narrative off of something that's like arbitrary right and so when you do that you know build all these things and do all these things um it does change and like that's where it's like i get it money for i don't know people who are listening to this and you don't understand how my mind works you're probably like how are you jumping back and forth but it's like i'm making comparisons i'm making connections and i may not be that good at it but like i said that's the difference between the podcast and the writing but it's just like the writing is much more concise. But it's like the podcast is like we're free, we're free, free falling here, free balling here, free. You know what I'm trying to say. Anyway, but it's just like um, back to the whole thing where it's like you know money is everything. Like money is happiness, money is power, money, money, and it's like girl, girl, money is not that important. Like it is important to our livelihood. Money is important where it's important. But, like, that doesn't mean money has to be more important than that. 
And the fact that it is, is because that's something that we're forced to like live with. Not because it is just true. Like the sky is blue. Like, no, like it's because our system has set it up like this. Our participation in the system has continued to perpetuate this. It's a huge problem that we're all dealing with. Right. What feed what feeds us also hurts us. And that's on purpose. That's intentional. Right. Anyway, so the system itself is abusive. Like, I'm just waiting for people to, like, wake the fuck up. Anyway, like, I just, I, like, I don't, like, you know what I mean? Like, anyway, but I'll keep making the connections until the, you know, until I'm black and, like, I'm, I love saying black and blue, even though that's literally not, like, what that means. But it's just, like, but it's, like, literally, just, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm, like, bitch, like, anyway, anyway, because I lost my train of thought going too far. I was, like, I gotta go, and we're still here. But it's just, like, but, um... But yeah, but like what Julesy, like what she was talking about with the hair, the stuff like that, the pretty privilege, stuff like that. It's like what you want. And that's what I'm saying, like white supremacy. I'm like, people just, they just want what white supremacists have because they've been told their whole life that that is what success is. That ties me back to like, as like a first generation American with like black Americans and like they're like weird thing with africa where it's just like where i'm like but you guys like you don't even like africa you don't like africans you know what i'm saying like it's some real shit like i'm like a lot of black americans don't like africans a lot of black americans don't like africa and they don't like it because that has been used so many times in their education system in the american education system in like the racial divides like the their ancestry their history has been used to belittle them so it makes sense that they that they belittle it because they blame it and it's like it's it's so much deeper than that and i really implore you to think more about it to think deep deeper about it you know because it's like life like there's so much going on that is done onto you intentionally and you're not allowed to know it you know what i'm saying like that's why i'm talking about the conditioning of childhood like that's when they make sure you don't even find out is because it's like you look up at the sky when you're a child you're like what color is that what do they tell you pink it's like you can see that it's blue but you think it's called pink you start telling people like the sky is pink they'd be like bitch are you blind And it's like, no, like the sky is blue. But what if you were taught that like blue looks like the color pink? And I know people might be listening to this and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? Okay, so just like the backtrack so I can tie it all together. Where it's like, it's really important to really learn things. And not from what people are telling you, but from your own fucking research. And using your experience... And your humanity, and when I say use your humanity, I mean like your feelings, your brain, like everything that you physically are, tangible and intangible, to like just figure shit out. Like literally just use your fucking, like it's not even just use your brain because it's deeper than that. Use your heart, use your brain, use use everything. Use your soul, use your spirit, like use you to figure out what the fuck is going on. And like, how to make things better you know anyway um but yeah 
just yeah anyway um yeah anyway but moving back sorry i like i went i i'm thinking about that thing (laughs) thinking about something that's making me sad anyway but um yeah anyway (laughs) now i'm thinking about something that makes me happy anyway anyway um yeah so in conclusion (laughs) um trying to like tie this all back together it's like you have to like just use yourself understand yourself before you try to use or understand somebody else you know you can hear my mom rude anyway no but it's just like and with julesy like i just fucking love this woman because i'm like she encourages people especially black women to do that and that work is so vital right and i just had to mention kim because kim and the reason why i I love those two they like i love those two i love them both but it just makes me laugh because it's like i just always makes me think about like sisters you know what i'm saying where it's like because like they're similar but in different ways right because it's like everything i just said about julesy but it's so funny because like with kim it's the same thing except like she just like shows it like (laughs) like Kim like is that but like she like actually like is that like she like I don't know how to explain it like because with Julesy like Julesy's like like an artist right like I'm trying to like do it because like I said like they're like similar but different and like I love that like and I really hope that that's like said because usually when you talk about two women people are like oh my god like they're they go into defense mode and I'm like bitch no First of all, how like this is okay, really just to like t- literally just to tie back to my main point, where people don't even like know. Cause you were like, oh, people are always pitting women against each other. And you, for example, like the whole like lotto, like big lotto and like Nicki Minaj thing. We're like, oh, people are women like people are pitting women against each other. I'm like, that's not even what's happening. Nicki Minaj is literally just like trying to distract from like her problems. Like that that is what's happening. Women are not being pit against each other. It's just Nicki Minaj it's just nikki and i don't like this whole entire conversation now turning into oh these women are against each other they're not against each other it's literally everybody against nikki like like, that's just what it is and it's because of nikki's actions and it's important for people to recognize that because i'm like stop spreading this narrative that these women hate each other because even if they do it's important to acknowledge what the actual conflict truly is and not these fucking sound bites of like oh my god women against each other like shut the fuck up i hate people say shit like that like i get so annoyed i'm like you're literally just repeating what you've heard so many people say before like you don't like do you even know what that looks like do you even know what that means because like i would never sit here and look at like nikki minaj's actions with all these other women be like oh they're they're all against each other like no it's just nikki it's always just been Nikki. Like, it's just, it's literally her. Like, she did this, what, like, 10 years ago with Lil' Kim? Like, girl, like, why why is this every other black woman's fault as well? Why is it that, like, Nikki's, one of Nick like, Nikki's actions are now, like, all these, like, because with Lotto, she's not perfect, but Lotto's literally 23. She's literally young, right? And it's like, she's going to mature. She has no choice right so for me and that's why a lot of people were saying like it was a bad look for nikki to even like argue with her and like that's why it's because it's like she's gonna do like things that are wrong she's gonna do things that are like bad 
But like, I mean, what do you expect? And even for example, I'm sorry, that whole orangutan thing, like that shit pissed me off only because like growing up, you know, being first generation like American, I'm like, no, black people deadass do talk to each other like that though. And like what people just don't understand is I'm like, you can't do that to mixed people and you can't do that to white people. You can't do that to non-black people. And like it happens a lot where it's like somebody who's like mixed you know, or, like, looks mixed, because I'm sure if she were, like, dark-skinned, like, people wouldn't care so much about her calling her a friend or orangutan, but it's, like, there are social dynamics, but it's, like, and I, oh, oh my god, I'm rolling my eyes, because I can just imagine so many black people being, like, I would never say that, like, bitch, me too, but I'm just saying, though, that there are black people who do that, and, like, literally, Lotto said, she was, like, that that's how we speak to each other, but what Lotto didn't understand, that's because, one, as like a young person she only has her experience to like really base her life off of that's only one side as she gets older she will start to see different sides because that's maturing she has no choice she wants to be successful stay successful she wants to evolve she has to do that anyway so and people could argue right now be like no yeah but i'm like yeah but lotto i don't know i've been into her since like the rap game so i'm like nah i have faith in her like the way that she actually wants to be she'll hold capricorn the way that she actually wants to be the way that i've seen it i'm like nah like she she's a future exec like she's like one of those like at least i pray for that for her because i really do love lotto and i feel like she has shown herself despite all those things that have happened she has continued to show herself and she has shown that she wants to grow. And like, yeah, she'll get mad. You know, it's normal. She's like, everyone's attacking me, but she will still go back and like do the work. You know, like it meant a lot to her as an individual to have the name Mulatto. And I'm sorry, but I still stand with her. Where I'm like, I get it. I get it. Not as a Mulatto, but like I get why she wanted to use that as like a superpower for herself but i also understand i'm sure she does now too where it's like okay well other people don't feel that way and unfortunately you're a public figure you know that's something you have to sacrifice you know what i'm saying because nowadays like artists can't truly be artists they're they're products and if they offend people if they offend audiences then you know less people invest in them as products and that's sad that that's how business ruins art but anyway and also how our current society, capitalistic society, all this da 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 in our society ruins art in general. Anyway, um, yeah, just, yeah, um, yeah, but, um, yeah, but like with that whole thing, I just want to finish with the lotto thing. It's like, I just don't think it's fair. And, like, don't give me that bullshit life isn't fair. Bitch, suck my dick. I fucking hate people say that. Like, bitch, we already know life isn't fair. That isn't that literally does not excuse your behavior. So what I said. Anyway, but it's just, like, um, with Lotto, it's, like, I just think that she, because of all of these things going on in our society, less has to do with her and just our society. Like, she, you know is dealing with certain things she's literally biracial you know what i'm saying like she's not black and she's not you know you know what i'm saying like she's she's one of those biracials like the whole blonde hair shit you know what i'm saying <laughs> like, you know what i'm saying so it's like with um lotto it's so important also like i got mad when like nikki tried to like 
like insinuate like oh you know what i'm like bitch lotto use your biraciality bitch use it use it i'm sorry i will always be in the camp of like let biracials be biracial like don't you dare take away any side from them she is half white her mother is white that's a big part of like her existence her life her understanding of perspective let her be around white people if she wants to be around white people that's fine if she's being disrespectful we can talk about that but it's just like anyway because i've digressed but my point is with this whole like lotto nikki thing i'm like don't don't do that like i just don't like that where i'm like no nikki is being a menace to society point blank period like nikki is a menace to society and that does not reflect on these other women that only reflects on her and i respect lotto for having the courage and balls to do something meg the stallion couldn't do because the fact that Nikki mentions Meg the Stallion allegedly, that that barefoot comment, Bigfoot comment, I'm like, and you know what I'm saying? Like, and you could say, honestly, because I, I would, I would, this is a speculation, but it's like her, like, Lotto being biracial gives her so much more power where she can stand up to Nikki. Because Lotto, and that's why I see like future exec for her is because I'm like, but she can truly like appeal. I don't even mean like as like audience, musician, whatever. And I mean like as a human being, how she goes about the music industry. She can appeal to both sides, you know? And so it's like, with this whole situation, it's like, I feel like Lotto has this pride, and not pride, but this power and pride. Like, she should be proud. But, like, Lotto is able to do that because she understands what's in, like, her resources. Also, people were saying, like, they're looking at Lotto sideways for being prepared for this. I do not. I think Lotto is smart. Lotto knew exactly what the fuck she was up against, and that's what she said. And I think it's interesting because depending on, you know, who was saying it, it's like people who are more into black culture. And when I say more into black culture, it doesn't mean they don't have black friends. It doesn't mean they don't watch black TV. But I just mean that like the way they go about life is purely how black people just go about life, how they see life. There isn't much, you know, like they don't do things like white people do. You know what I'm saying? Like there's none of that. Like there's, you know what I'm saying? Like there's some white people who are like super white. You have some black people who are super black, right? And I noticed those people, they just don't really fucking trust lotto like they don't like her like that they don't trust her like that and it's because she's biracial i'm gonna say what i said because the thing is like a lot of things that lotto has done that people are mad at her about is not in my opinion entirely fair meaning that like i get why they're upset but then they're sitting here like judging her entire character and i'm like bitch she's like she was like 21 when she like had her like when Boop came out like she was li- like she's like super young and so for me, I'm like, she's not even done becoming a person. Her brain isn't even done developing yet. You know what I mean? And it's like for her to be in this position in the first place, you could honestly argue, like, is she old enough to be in this position? Like, I don't think people are ready for that conversation right now. But the way that people talk about like kids on like YouTube, like these family vloggers, I think as time goes on, people will start to look at all the ages like that. Because, like, your brain literally isn't done developing until you're 25. And the part that still needs to be developed is literally your judgment. So it's, like, I just don't understand, like, how people can be so hard 
on someone whose brain is quite literally not fully developed yet. Like that to me is not fair. You're expecting them to know things and act in certain ways. And one, you didn't teach them that. Like the first time you're talking to them about it, you're attacking them about it. You know, and I get it. I've been there. We've all done this. It's not saying that you're a shitty. Per- like, that's my point. Like, you're not a shitty person for making a mistake. You're not a shitty person for like not understanding or knowing things. You know, anyway, so. um So the thing with Lotto, it's like, I understand why she called herself Mulatto and I respect it. Sorry. Maybe it's because I'm not mixed, so I don't get it. Maybe it's because I'm not a descendant of slaves, so I don't get it. But it's just like, I I respected that because I understood why she wanted to do that. And I think that it's really sad that people are like, like may look at her or judge her without actually understanding that maybe Lotto is very smart. Like, maybe if she makes a decision, even if you disagree with it, like, maybe it was for a good reason. I'm sad to even think for two seconds that Lotto should let any of these people who are judging her for being smart enough to stand up against Nikki, to show her cards, to be prepared. Like, Lotto doesn't deserve to be side-eyed for that. I just don't believe that. I think people who are side-eyeing her are people who participate in the same behaviors as Nicki Minaj in their personal life. And they know damn well that if somebody was doing that to them, it would be over for them, just like it was over for Nicki Minaj in that situation. So I just don't want Lotto to ever like let these people who act like Nikki, whether they're going to admit it or not, make her think that she's wrong because she's not. She's not. And um, I just... Anyway, but like I said, it's like, it's just Nikki. It's not female rap. It's not all these things. And even then, it's not even just these women. It's like the people who literally make money off of them. Those are the people. It's the people who own these labels, the executives, like these celebrities. They're just faces. They're just faces. Some of them don't even write their own fucking music. Like, come on. You know, like they're they're just actors, bro. They're just performers. They perform power. They perform sexuality. They just perform. That's all they do. Nothing like there's nothing real about it. And. I just mentioned that because it's like a lot of this whole like women pity. I'm like, is it women though? Is it women though? Or is it a system that's built to be exactly as it is? You know, like really think about that. Because that whole thing, people like feel, I'm like, how is this female rap? I have never heard Meg have beef with, um, with uh lotto i haven't seen cardi beat like i know cardi and like uh city girls had like a little bit of beef but like that shit was like they don't talk about it anymore right and i know that like jt and like cardi but again nikki like you know i'm like every time you can just go back and it's just nikki 
So, like, why are y'all blaming these other women for what Nicki Minaj is doing? Like, why? I don't understand. And so... And also, women are allowed to have beef with each other. Because people are like, with male rap, like, da-da-da-da, like, this doesn't happen. Like, I don't see... I'm like, yes, I, I see this all the time with male... Like, male rappers are always in conflict with each other. They're always in conflict with each other. We're just literally not taught or conditioned to highlight it in the way that we do when women have beef with each other. Why should women not have issues with each other? Why do why should women have to be best friends when they're not best friends? Why do women have to be quiet if they have beef with each other? Like why? Why? So that people can stop spreading this narrative but but literally the same people who are like, "Oh, we need to stop this narrative." Are the same people spreading that narrative? This whole Nicki and Lotto thing was not a female rap. It's a Nicki Minaj is a menace to society. And people are not recognizing that for what it is because because nikki is that talented so the day that people turn their back on her it will not be confused where it's like you are talented but that does not excuse what you've done and nikki at this point i'm looking i'm like y'all need to wake the fuck up you do Because this woman is dangerous and not in a cute way, not in a fun way, not in a plotting way. In a, we need to disengage and we need to stop judging these other women for defending themselves. Because you're like, oh, they should just ignore it. But like, are you going to ignore it? Would you ignore it? A woman who would go as far as to do the things that Nicki Minaj has done. If this person was coming at you, like, would you just sit there and be like, I'm not going to do anything. Like, this affects their job. This affects their life. This affects their safety, their security, their relationships. They are allowed to talk about it. They're allowed to defend themselves. It's not about the audience. Who gives a fuck about what people think? Who cares about what these like YouTubers are talking about? What you have to say doesn't matter. Because your life isn't on the line here. Theirs are. Or theirs is. You know what I'm trying to say. So. Mentioning all that where it's like, again, people. Okay, so, okay. I remember how I got into all this. So, like, with Julesy, it's like she's, her work is like the tools, the questions to really look at your life. What do you find? Like, what turns you on, right? In her latest video about sex positivity, like the performance of sex positivity. But it's also like outside of sex, like as a person, what makes you laugh? What makes you feel good? What makes you feel safe? You know? Anyway. So just, yeah. Right. And with Kim, I love Kim. With Kim, it's like Julesy is that intentional. Let's talk about it. We're here. Da, 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 da. Like, you know, like she's that academic part. You know what I'm saying? Like and white people. That's what I'm saying. I just want to finish just to clarify. When I was about like the white people thing earlier in the episode, I mean, like white people think that they sound like Julesy and they don't. 
they just be hiding their emotions and or just entirely unaware of the emotions that they're projecting you know but Julesy's very like intentional very like okay think about it let's see like you know very academic about like the approach of like let's make this clear let's make this concise let's keep this going and then Kim is like 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 is actively you know like doing it you know what I'm saying where she's like actively visibly showing it done and like that's why these two women are so important it's so important they they give something different but ultimately it's for something big right it's something that we can all understand relate to and benefit from so shout out to those two women and like at this moment for real like shout out to julesy because that video about the performance of sex positivity like that's something i've talked about in this podcast before something i've thought about before and i was just really insecure because again i'm so used to getting pushback and like nowadays is persecution culture like people don't like you like literally you just do something that somebody doesn't like and then they're like they'll sit there and they'll like talk about all these things and they'll like you know be like oh like this person is exist like you know that's why i love bodies 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 because they'll just be sitting there like talking about terms they did they, they don't actually understand so it's just like they'll just be talking about all of these things meanwhile it's people who don't even go to therapy i'm sorry if you don't go to therapy like, please don't try to talk about other people's mental health. Because it's like, I get it. If you're not professional, you shouldn't be talking about it at all either. But, like, I would, I don't like hearing people who don't go to therapy talk about, like, mental health. I'm like, bitch, you're not even going to therapy. Like, what do you actually know about your own mental health, let alone about mental health in general? You know? And it's like, I don't know. Anyway. So, yeah. Just, yeah. Um... But yeah, yeah, so yeah, I think I'm pretty much done with that. Shout out Julesy, I love you. LOL Kim, I love you too. (laughs) I just laugh because I just, it's just always such a good time to watch Kim just be Kim. Um, And I just, I respect and I just love Julesy so much. Like I really, for real, like, you understand like the chance to like work with this and when i say work with her i literally just mean like just talk to her just just understand and learn with her um it's a huge privilege and i think anybody that has that opportunity should be very honored to have that opportunity with julesy um and yeah so yeah but moving forward i think i'm pretty much done um i don't even know what to call this episode because I don't know what the fuck I was talking about. I just wanted to talk and I ended up talking for so long because I have to do something at two o'clock. But I want to get work done before then. But it's now 1230. So it's gonna take me like an hour to get to the city. So I'm gonna be like 30 minutes of like work. I mean, I could probably just do it now and then just like, yeah, probably just do it at home and then just get the fuck out later. <laughs> um, when I have to meet up with my friend at two o'clock. But yeah, so anyway, thank you guys so much for listening. And yeah until next time i will keep you know doing my best anyway you do your best too anyway bye